This is Artist Stories, a podcast that centers experiences of artists whose lives have left a lasting imprint on the Southern Arizona creative ecosystem. I'm Janae Sanchez, and today I welcome Douglas Miles, multidisciplinary artist and founder of Apache Skateboards. Douglas, thank you so much for taking the time to join me in Artist Stories today. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Let's jump in and talk about your Project Creosote grant. Sure. The Project Creosote grant came about, I would say, about a year, year and a half ago when um, you know, the, your foundation uh, reached out and asked if we would be interested. And of course we're interested. You know, we live on the San Carlos Apache Nation. We're two hours from, from Phoenix or Tucson, so we're pretty much in a rural area. Right away, when we started to have access to this these funds, we started by collecting and acquiring um, some new equipment, new equipment uh, like cameras and also things like uh, uh, an iPad, which you can also uh, communicate on, uh, create work on, even film and shoot photos uh, on the you know on the go. iPad's pretty mobile, and of course you know. Uh, higher quality film and video cameras. And with those, with the equipment, I don't want to say it's changed our work, but I think it changed it in a way where we created a more quality kind of output. We were able to up the quality of our work. There's already quality, there's intrinsic quality in what we do in the aesthetics, of course, and the vibe. But by having access to higher level equipment, we were able also to acquire more jobs and opportunities as well. Amazing. And when you talk about opportunities, I know you mentioned just like some commissions that came along and, you know, getting hired by other organizations to assist in like storytelling and just content creation. What has it been like working in those types of uh, collaborations? Well, if you follow, you can kind of follow along Apache Skateboards at Instapache1 on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And we try to upload some updates about where we've been who we're working with, where we've gone, and in particular, this past, I would say, six months, we've supported projects that encourage voter registration and encourage Native American communities to get out the vote. So with these organizations, it's more than one, we're able to work with them and or even film with them and photograph with them to get the message out. So if we didn't have the support of the foundation, of course, we may not have been able to to create some of these higher quality films and videos. Incredible. Of what has been the impact through this selection season? I'm sure it's made a major impact um, as far as like Apache skateboards producing content and getting out the vote. We saw the obviously the election of a Democratic governor. So we know that the work that we're doing to push, you know, and encourage young people everywhere to get out the vote, we see that as ourselves actually having a hand in that Mm -hmm. work. Incredible. Thank you for all the work you did in this election. Congratulations on that. Thank you. All right, Douglas, I would love to get into some of your backstory. I know you grew up in South Phoenix in a Chicano neighborhood around a large family. Do you feel like that experience of, you know, the family life, but also, you know, growing up uh, surrounded by things like comic books is what you mentioned. 
that that played a major impact in in your artistic journey? Yeah, the communities that we live in, communities that we come from, the people that we meet, and I think especially family, you know, coming from a large family, older brothers and sisters, almost all older brothers and sisters, they are you're kind of your first teachers. They really are your first teachers. They teach you what to look out for, things to do in the city, things not to do, things that people, I think, take for granted. But at the same time, I think, you know, being a Native American, being an Apache family, I think these are just, this is the way that Native families grow and support and protect and encourage one another. So I was I was actually in South Phoenix a few weeks ago, and I came across one of your murals and where Barrio Cafe is. Do you have a count of how many murals you have been a part of in your career? I know that there are several in, in your community and especially in Phoenix. Do you do you keep track? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I don't. I haven't really. Uh, counted. I want to say maybe I've done around somewhere around 20 murals in the past, I don't know, 10 years, maybe, maybe the past 10, maybe more. Uh, I wish it was more. At the same time, I'm kind of new to painting murals. I mean, I painted murals before, but now I paint primarily with aerosol. But I can't, I fell, kind of fell into that by working with uh, friends of mine like Thomas Breeze Marcus, who is primarily a graffiti artist. Uh, myself, I'm not a graffiti artist. I'm not a graffiti guy however you know i did kind of observe you know the work of other art you know spray can artists that work in that tradition and work in that form so do observation and trial and error and um no one ever really sat me down and said this is how it's done they just said yeah go ahead and try it or they would invite me to go paint with them so it was kind of like a trial and error thing and um, you know no one ever said to me oh this is uh, not cool. This doesn't look that good. Or every now and then, yeah, they would, you know, they would add, you know, pointers. But uh, everyone was really supportive of me. That's amazing. So no major critiques on the work. That uh, that means it was you're doing something really right. Um, I think I've also le- I've let you know that, oh, gosh, in my formative years when I was in in college at ASU, I found out about a a workshop that was being taught at the Puente headquarters. And this was during SB 1070. And um, the workshop was all about creating stencil art and you were the teacher. Have you always worked in community? Is that, has that always been a part of your practice? Because I know we'll talk more about Apache skateboards. It's really like, it's become a center point of, of San Carlos Apache. Probably all goes back to family and community. And then, of course, working in San Carlos, you know, and working with the community. A lot of people don't know that, uh, you know, I spent uh, more than a few years working in the social work field in San Carlos. So doing youth programs and after school programs. And so uh, it taught me a lot. You know, my supervisors taught me a lot working for the San Carlos Apache tribe. I had good supervisors and they kind of like let me develop the programs as I saw fit that would work with youth. And when I created Apache Skateboards, it wasn't like, I wasn't trying to create a program. I wasn't trying to do something cool. It kind of just happened, you know, it, but I'm, I'm sure having worked, you know, in the community and doing social work type programs that 
probably helped a little. So let's talk about Apache Skateboards. It's an incredible organization based in San Carlos Apache. Yeah, could you talk about maybe that moment when you knew, okay, yeah, this is this is like more than family collaboration. This has a potential to have an impact on a whole community and beyond. I guess it was a pivotal moment when I made the first skateboard for Douglas Miles Jr. Uh, I don't know if you would call it an epiphany type moment when I made the first skateboard for Douglas Miles Jr. I don't know if you would call it the moment that lightning strikes when I made the first skateboard for Douglas Miles Jr. probably back in 01, 02. All I know is when uh, he needed a skateboard and I painted him, I painted one for him because I couldn't afford the name brand one. That's when I kind of started to get the idea for Apache skateboards because all his friends wanted one and uh, they all thought it was cool and uh, it had an Apache warrior on it. So I don't know what you would call that moment. And then of course, you know, fast forward to now, you know, you know, we hold skate comps and we serve on committees to get skate parks built mm -hmm. in native communities mm -hmm. now and Doug's a pro skateboarder now as well and he has the backing and support of some well, you know pretty large skateboard brands and companies you know he's also a skilled filmmaker himself mm -hmm. you know we're working on something right now so it's hard to say you know I think when you start something like that and you and that moment occurs at that moment you don't always know how pivotal it is but i always say i think in the beginning like when hip-hop started in the south bronx you know i don't think those kids probably were thinking oh in 20 30 years this is going to become a worldwide phenomenon right, right. they probably weren't thinking that but they just knew it was fun they just knew it was dope and they just knew it was something that was you know going to keep a lot of kids out of trouble too mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just so beautiful, you know, from like photography projects, um, murals, skateboarding events, youth conferences even. Can you think of an event or a community engagement activity where you thought, wow, like we did it. Like this is, this is here to stay. This is going to grow. Yeah, well, we have a, you know, a team of skaters that we've worked with. And when we travel, like we recently, the team traveled to uh, to the city of Arizona to work for the Navajo Nation. Not too long after that, we traveled to Lawton, Oklahoma to work for the Comanche Nation. And then, of course, we had some events here, you know, in San Carlos during Veterans Day weekend. Uh, we also did an event, uh, supported an event in downtown Phoenix during Native American Day, which is formerly Columbus Day. But when we're doing all these events, there's always film and documentation you know we're always photographing in particular there's always we're always filming so when i actually finally watched the final film product or the final films uh i it makes me feel really proud and i get really i guess i feel a little emotional i guess i get filled with pride when i think of all the work that you know the apache skate team is doing filming and skating and having fun and just getting together and having a good time Watching those films, I think it might be one of the times, you know, when that moment hits, like, okay, this is like our legacy. I mean, I feel like it's a, it's such a good way to share uh, the work that we're doing. And I think for the past, you know, 15, uh, 20 years, because we have some of these films on uh, YouTube as well, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're the only Native American organization that has a, had a focus on Native American youth culture. And even now what you're seeing on television with TV shows that focus on youth culture, I'm pretty sure we've inspired that because we've been pushing and promoting Native American youth and, you know, kids on the fringe, so to speak, intent. Uh, 
cough, cough. <laughs> We're the ones that have created that aesthetic、okay. and been pushing it for 20 years, nonstop. Right, right. Douglas, it's been such a pleasure catching up with you and just learning about some of the, you know, some of the things you're working on and the backstory of really you as a as an individual artist, but also Apache Skateboards, which is really a thriving entity in in Southern Arizona, and we're so proud to be a part of your story. Thank you. This has been Artist Stories, featuring the stories of artists and arts organizations in our region. To listen to more podcasts, visit kxci.org. Artist Stories is a project of the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, which is partially funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County. Music for this podcast was created by Jonathan Rodriguez. <laughs>